find the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and laugh behind the baller. Yo, yo, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to another brand new episode of the world famous and award winning Behind the Baller podcast brought to you by and produced by the eight time award winning podcast producers of the year. Of course, the Dust Brothers, Miles Davis and Jordan Winter. Uh, I am your host, Ben Baller, never Ben Humble, also known by many as the Korean Liam Neeson, coming to you live from the 415, aka San Francisco. Guys, this is episode 187. That's murder. Not Ja Rule, punk bitch, fake, soft ass murder. I'm talking Richard Ramirez. But yo, yo, what's good, y'all? Short episode today. Um, I want to start off by saying thank you to all my fans and all my supporters in the Bay Area. Wow. Just fucking wow. Like, I can't express the feeling that I had seeing all you guys pull up to Hayward um, to support your boy, the Korean John Cusack's fucking crazy. Like, literally from all walks of life, Latin, uh, fucking Middle Eastern, Mexican, fucking... Chinese, Vietnamese, Filipino, Korean, white, Spanish, it's just all kinds of shit. I am literally humbled that y'all came that heavy to the stack, all right? To say, you know what I'm saying? Like, look, man, you guys came to my launch event at Cookies Hayward and this shit. To say that my launch event at Cookies was a success is a huge understatement, okay? My vocabulary isn't even sophisticated enough to articulate in a brilliant way on how happy you guys made me feel. All right. When, when I was pulling up, uh, one of the employees, you know, said, hey, man, there's a line, like 35, 40 people outside already. Like, cool. And, you know, they've had a couple celebrities, a couple uh, rappers and things that go up there. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, hey, shit, we still got 30 minutes until it's five o'clock. I'm not there yet. I'm going to be there, in, you know, right, right before five. No biggie. And I'm like, look, seriously, like no cap. If 100 people show up, I'm cool. I'm happy. That's cool. That's straight. You know, it's fucking Tuesday. I didn't even think about it until it was all said and done. I'm having dinner with my team. It was fucking Tuesday. I'm acting like it was a fucking weekend. I'm like, you know, whatever. It's Tuesday, okay? We didn't even get to promote for an entire week. We promoted for like five and a half days. So I got in that mode. I was like, you know what, man? Not like I'm giving up. I'm just like, yo, low, low expectations. Let's just have some fun. You know, let's launch this fire-ass, dank-ass gas strain. And let's just chill. So I go inside Cookies Hayward, right? It used to be an old bank. used to be a bank. So it's like, you know, dope-ass building. Hayward's kind of lit. I haven't been to the city of Hayward in 23 years, maybe. So it's been a minute, right? And so I go to the top of the Cookies, and they got a little green room, like a little chill area. They got, like, you know, all the little, my little rider. They got water, snapples, iced teas, little sandwiches, and vegetables, and all the shit. Like, you know, Jolly Ranchers, all kinds of stuff. And uh, my guy, Kells who is Kells and Alex from TikTok. They got like 6 million followers and shit. You know, they be doing these couples things. They pulled up and, yo, they drove from Sacramento. So like, you know, it was two hour, maybe three hour drive. So like, 
It was love for them to pull up all the way from Sacramento to support me. And I never even met these people before. That's like genuine, real love. Okay. And I know they got better things to do. These guys are still in their 20s and shit. And they got better things to do than kind of a fucking weed launch event, you know. But they fuck with weed and everything was cool. Um, Actually, Alex Stone, uh, Alejandra, she's actually pregnant. So congrats, Alejandra. Congrats, Kells. Again, thank you so much for showing up and showing love. Um, And then as soon as I pull up, Happy Lemon CA, a.k.a. the best boba spot in the Bay. And they also got some shit in Southern California. They got one in Alhambra, I think, Monterey Park, whatever. They're opening more locations. But they're a fucking super legit boba spot. And um, I went to one of the spots in Cupertino one time, and and uh, they pulled up with at least thirty different fresh bobas from my guests, from my fans, and that they, man, that cheese boba. I don't know how to explain it to you. It's like crack. So like, have you ever had that nitro Starbucks? It's just different. It's like that foam, that cheese foam shit is crazy. That lemonade, lemon green, uh, black tea, crazy. The mango green tea is insane. Thank you to the girls and uh, entrepreneurs, by the way, of Happy Lemon CA. But peep game, okay? I begin to sign autos right at like 5.03 p.m., okay? I'm taking pics and, you know, I'm just signing shit. I'm selling merch. I'm giving away merch. You know, I'm just doing the whole thing, going through the process. been a long time since I did this type of shit. And, you know, it's like about 30 people online. And uh, the line keeps going. And, uh, you know, about 20, 30 minutes passes, and I'm like, hey, man, are there still people outside? Because now inside, it's like, you know, they have a limit what they could do, but it's it's crowded. It's like it's starting to snake around the shop. Then there's the registers and all this shit, you know. And um, my boy shows me a video of the line going down the fucking block. And like down and around, and I mean deep as fuck. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I keep signing. I'm just taking pictures. I'm just doing my thing. I'm like a machine. I'm like, fuck this. I got painkillers finally. I'm like, yo, let me go do my thing. And um, I got some Tiger Bomb on my fucking fractured toe and everything, right? I'm just signing. So 6.30, right? 30 minutes away from closing time. There's still a few hundred people in line. And you know, this shit's only going to seven, right? So I'm like, I go outside. My boy Danny pulls up. You know, he's like the Korean fucking... Uh, well, Han is supposed to be Korean. I don't know. Actually, no, Han's supposed to be Japanese. It's the Korean Han from fucking uh, from Fast and Furious, right? Sung Kang pulls up in his Ferrari. I go outside and like check out the car. There is a fucking stupid ass long line. People really want to fucking meet me. They really want to me to sign some cars. And to be honest, I felt bad. And I was like, nah, man, fuck this. I- I'm going to stay. Fuck it. We're just going gonna to keep it pushing. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, of course you're going to stay. You're going to sell more weed. It's like, yo, man, at the end of the day, like, really, like, I got a lot of partners and stuff. And so it's not about that. It's just about fulfilling needs, you know? And um, I know most celebrities, you know, they're there. Oh, we make an hour appearance. They got no qualms, no problem. If that shit's supposed to be till eight o'clock at 8.01 or it's 7.59, they're like, all right, we're out of here. And they'll do it with a smile, not look back. They don't give a fuck. But this is different because we have waited over a year to launch this shit when it was already ready to launch over a year ago. So I had to stay for the love. And a lot of the people in line were BTB listeners and everything. And fuck it. It is what it is. So I ended up staying until 8.34 p.m. And after that, I was dead. Like, no joke. I didn't sit down once. I stood up the entire time. Everyone listening to this podcast knows I'm not capping. All right. But shout out to Burner. You're a fucking legend in this fucking cannabis game. You're a legend, period. Shout out to Selsky for pulling up. Shout out to Skypack Farms. Uh, the entire Cookies fam. 
Cookies Hayward, my team, Dave, Joel, uh, Omar, Justin, much love to all that shit. Yo, listen, we have a, our next event is tentative right now, but I'm pretty sure it's going to happen June 19th at Cookies in San Diego. I will give you more concrete info very soon. I know there's two cookies in San Diego. That's why I just said that. But look, we're trying to make it happen. San Diego could be crazy, okay? Because June 19th is what? 619. 619 is what? 619. That's this area code for San Diego. So we're going to get lit. I had Hayward fucking lit. This shit was crazy, right? Of course, I'm going to do some SoCal LA type shit. So, you know, I'm going to hit um, Cookies in LA, uh, Cookies in Maywood. And then after we do the Cookies franchise type thing, I'm going to obviously start hitting some other dispensaries up and everything, right? But it's Cookies fam all the way. After my event in Hayward, I hit up House of Prime Rib in San Francisco, like by my hotel, right? With my whole BBDTS team uh, that's bombarded the strain, right? Not to be mistaken with BBDTC. And, uh, you know, my boy Dave had a bottle of special selection, already chilling, uh, Camus wine, super nice red wine, delicious. Had that with my King Henry cut of prime rib. Shit was motherfucking delicious. Had the cream porn. It's like a, a version of Laurie's, right? Or Tam O'Shanter's. It's just great prime rib. I don't really have prime rib that often. In fact, it's been a couple years at least. But I low-key cheated. Had some carbs. I had some Yorkshire pudding. I fucking love Yorkshire pudding, right? But um, I'm good. Like, I'm still down, you know, a good amount of weight. Uh, Down, what, 13, 14 pounds? No, 13 pounds. I got four more weeks, just under four weeks. No, I got four weeks left to get ill. I got four weeks left to get my shit right, okay? After that, you know, I'm going to go in, especially in Cabo, the motherfucking Mexican buffet. Fuck that. I'm going in. And uh, so anyways, yeah, that Tuesday night was late. It was crazy. I get home, I'm fucking exhausted. I get a FaceTime super late from my homie, Amanza, who you guys know if you listen to the show, she was on the show here. She's on the Netflix hit show, Selling Sunset. And she's like, just trying to get into the pep talk. She's asking me, hey, when do you want to film the show? Blah, blah. I'm like, film what show? And she's like, film Selling Sunset. I'm like, oh shit, damn bitch, you was serious. And it was like, yeah, dead serious. So then That turned into business talk and it turned to me having to pep talk her because I told her she's lacking bad bitch energy. And Amanda's a bad bitch. She just lacks the energy and she's be like, she just be dumbing down. I'm like, yo, you may be dumb. You are a bad bitch and I need that energy to be like, you know. And it's crazy. I've been saying this to a couple girls this week. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my girl Distorted, uh, Dominican artist. She's actually part of the Project 70 family. But anyways, I'm almost sure that they're going to have me on Selling Sunset next season. So uh, I don't know if they're going to have me house shopping, whatever. They've already reached out, the producers, you know. Um, they know that I'm going to be looking at cribs because I am house shopping, and, and so I'm looking at cribs. But I think they want a little bit more from what Amanda had said. They're like, yo, we want to interact with you, you know what I'm saying? Because obviously, one, me and her have a you know a cool friendship, and um, they want me to do more than just talking about cribs. Like, they want me to fuck around, maybe do a grill, I don't know, do some jewelry, maybe fucking go get a tattoo with her. I'm down for whatever. I'm ready to support my homegirl. You know what I'm saying? Um, Speaking of real estate, though, I saw a fucking beautiful crib in the marina. Famous architect. Not going to say who because I'm obviously trying to keep the privacy just in case I do buy this place. I'm not 100% set on the street, but the location overall is pretty legit. It's right over from PH, right? But I'm a Pacific Heights guy. 
So I'm, I'm considering it. I don't know. You know what I mean? My, my financial team's kind of looking over it. The lady there, she definitely judged me, and I wasn't mad at all whatsoever. She um, was questioning, you know, could you afford a $7 million crib? And I'm like, bitch, this is an open house. So like, fuck is the deal, right? You know, I'm like, I'm here to check it out, whatever. I wasn't offended at all. Um, I wanted to see the crib and, and like, you know, if I'm ready, I'm ready. I ain't tripping. Let's fucking go, right? Let's go to escrow and, you know, let's get this rocking. It's a beautiful spot. It has six bedrooms. It had everything set up. The family that owns the place and, and had it built, they got three kids just like me, almost in the same age. They got two boys, one girl just like me. So, you know, I'm on the fence. Uh, I've had, what, 48 hours, a little bit less than that to think about it, right? It's a dope-ass area, but it's... And, it, and by the way, it's in the budget, easily in the budget of what I want, but like a few things got me fucked up there when this uh, lady was talking about the crib. And one of them is she said that there is most definitely going to be, she didn't even say most likely, she says there's most definitely going to be uh, 100% there's going to be an earthquake in the next 20 years. So by the way, don't worry about it. There's a 10-year warranty on the house and there's 20 years of guaranteed earthquake insurance because it has to happen for San Francisco residences. I'm like, ah, shit. I remember that earthquake that took down San Francisco, the Bay Bridge, all that shit. And the area that got hit the worst was, guess what? The Marina District. Now, there's dope-ass shit there. It's next to fucking uh, Fort... Um, the fuck is it? Fort Thomas? The fuck was... Anyways, Palace of Fine Arts, all that shit's that Fishman's Wharf. It, I'm getting like just bringing back feels, man. You know what I'm saying? But... That shit got hit real hard. And even some of my OG, like, Bay Area homies from the Bay, like, I don't know, bro. You know, you got to be careful, man. So, yeah, you know, I'm really looking for pH. But, again, the spot I'm looking at is already expensive. And most of the spots I'm looking at in pH are double the price, if not even $10 million more. So this ain't about flexing and shit or anything. But I'm still looking. Going to find something. But, you know, it's been about, what, two, three months since I've been back in the Bay. And it's always fucking love regardless the weather was fucking beautiful, like 65, sunny. I got to connect with my pare, Paul, from Van Culture. What's fucking funny is I hit Dave & Buster's Monday night. And I remember being in South San Francisco and had all that fog and Pacifica and Daly City and all that shit over there. And like pulling up to Saramonte and everything. So, of course, you know, Paul being the motherfucking extra Filipino, you know, um, we went to Dave & Buster's at Saramonte. Right, so I went to Sarah Montebon. Like the fog hit, it was weird because it was a beautiful day. Just like that fog be hitting over there, just something awful. And um, you know, I got some chicken joy from Jolly Bee. It's right next door to Dave Buster's. In fact, right next to Dave Buster's directly is Daiso, the little Japanese little fucking uh, you know knickknack store. It's just actually dope. But it just felt good to be back. You know what I'm saying? Some great news for those of you in the Bay. Some of you know, some of you don't care, whatever. But Rotunda. My favorite fucking place to get lunch and brunch is supposedly coming back next month. They, I guess they got funding again, so I'll be back in that bitch just for there. Just for that chicken consomme, like, you tripping, okay? Like, for real, for real, I'm coming back. Um, I did some light shopping around Union Square, and, uh, you know, look, it SF is kind of back. I had a dinner at Mastro's. I ate at fucking um, this one little Chinese spot. Uh, it's starting to feel like the good old days, you know, streets are starting to get crowded and everything. Yeah, they're wearing masks, but you know, that's, that's what it looked like in Asia. If you go, not everyone, but you know, you see a lot of people wearing masks, it's nothing crazy, right? But yo, you know what? Let's get into this commercial break real quick. Yo, Miles, man, actually, what the fuck am I talking about? Miles is getting married. Miles Davis is getting married in two days. So I'm my bad. Yo, Jordan, Mr. Jordan Winter is taking the wheels for my, Mr. Winter, could you please throw on some Lakey Lake and we shall be right back. 
BTB Army. It is NBA playoff time. If you're anything like me, then you're all about that extra action, right? I've been having so much fun and making bands with DB picks. That ain't cap, okay? The Dust Brothers, Miles Davis, and Jordan Winter. You know, we don't play when it comes to that paper. There's thousands of you who came up large with our NFL picks. Now it's time to get in the game again for the NBA playoffs. DB Picks has been picking and watching every game since December and has an average hitting rate of 68%. Okay? That is a real deal advantage, people. Okay, some of the best fucking handicappers in Vegas barely at 54%. 58, 60, whatever the fuck it may be, okay? They podcast by day at DB Podcasts with Michael Rapport, and then they make the fire picks and parlays for me by night, okay? If you don't believe me, ask your friends who are already part of the community. We have big things brewing on this front, so get in early. The best part is if you hit up DBP and say you are BTB, then you get 20% off the top, okay? You can buy weekly, daily, monthly picks whatever package style you want you can sign up for the one-time initiation fee because it's your bookies bankroll that we really want make sure you follow at db picks win on instagram and twitter then dm for pricing It's uh, Memorial Day weekend this weekend. Um, I just remembered right now, even though I was thinking about Miles' wedding, so I wasn't thinking about Memorial Day weekend. And they say it's going to be one of the busiest weekends in over a year since the pandemic. It's, this is the first big holiday weekend since COVID is, has gotten, like, relaxed, you know what I mean, and, like, chilled out. So more about COVID in a second, actually. But me and Wifey um, are going to go hit one half of the Dust Brothers, Mr. Miles Davis' wedding this weekend, up north, I'm excited for my bro. You know, uh, marriage is a beautiful thing, and I'm I'm hyped for him. Uh, Jordan's supposed to get married this last year too, and she was supposed to get married in July of 2020. So he's pushed his shit back. So I don't know, um, you know, but both us brothers will be married. Everyone will be married in the fam. Rap, Miles, Jordan, and then uh, actually Young Shooter's not, and then I guess Rex Chapman and all the other people. Anyways, look, I'm excited because I get to have some Jordans on with my suit. Now, what I was supposed to be going in, I thought I was gonna be going in, was some Birkenstocks, but I got some Chinese acupuncture, been fucking with my foot, and thank God, because I've been wearing Birkenstocks for the last week, and I don't wanna wear Birkenstocks with the fucking suit and look at that fucking asshole. At least the Jordans kinda like, all right, cool, whatever. But I've been wearing fucking Birkenstocks for a week, just until Tuesday, I finally put on a fucking pair of shoes and I have to make them kind of, you know, like, like real thin sock with them, put the super tape around the fucking split and ship. Yeah, anyways, look, for this wedding trip, Aston Martin, yes, Aston Martin, the car brand, was generous enough to loan me a brand new DBX, okay? The DBX is their brand new SUV that rivals the Lamborghini Urus. It's super luxurious. It's really quick. I mean, it's pretty quick, right? It has a 542 horsepower, about 515 pounds of torque. It does a quarter mile in just over 12 seconds. So it moves, okay? So I'm kind of hyped, you know. Um, I got the car for five days, courtesy of Aston Martin. So Aston Martin, North America, thank you so much. Uh, the spec that they gave me, I believe, is probably like around $230,000. So, you know, it looks a little cute and everything, but it ain't cheap, okay? 
So again, shout out to my boy Carter Jung for the plug. So we'll be driving the Aston Martin to Miles Davis and his bride-to-be's wedding. Uh, speaking of Memorial Day, I want you guys to practice safety, uh, just be safe again. On Memorial Day, this Monday, it will be 10 years since my best friend of my entire lifetime, Jonas Bavakwa, left this earth. So on the weekend wrap-up on Monday, uh, the 31st, I will share some special moments of me and Jonas on the weekend wrap-up. So, um, but yeah, back to COVID. I haven't heard too much about the shit, right? But just to be safe, you know, um, shit's starting to get a little weird, a little creepy, a little spooky in uh, in Asia. So Singapore is about to go back down on major lockdown, and so is Tokyo. And they're doing this with like under 50 new positive cases. We have 50 positive cases here. Motherfuckers are celebrating like because it wouldn't happen. It's just impossible. But they're not fucking around. They're smart. Okay, they're smart and they hold it down for their countries. And what's so fucking dumb is America hasn't closed any borders. So the rich people from Singapore who may be sick come over here with this new fucking strain. And, you know, we don't close borders. So like, you know, what's scary is that most of these new cases in Asia that they're focusing on are little kids. All the new little cases are kids between six to 10 year olds that are going back to school or being in dorms. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but you already know. Hell no. Can I have that shit around London? Do I want that shit around any of my kids? Okay, you know, it could kill my son London. So listen, those countries, they shut down. Do you want to know why? Because they give real legit relief to their citizens. Okay, they basically make sure that everyone is still paid and their economy is still good. Not $2,000 or $1,400 fucking stimulus checks. They really pay. Like if you made 60 grand a year, you're going to make 60 grand a year and not work. Okay. And their economies are still okay. So like, you know, they've bounced back, done whatever. Japan's bounced back so many different times. It's been crazy. Okay. Our shit is fucked up. So I'll tell you this. I doubt if we have even a really bad breakout of uh, coronavirus, it's going to be only the, the strong shall survive. They're not closing down America again with all the shit that's going on. And, and I don't blame them. I see it. It's just fucking people are stupid. So fuck it. People got to die. And as it is what it is, you know, you got real stupid motherfuckers out there. Okay. So even if we get really a for real, you know, thousands of brand new cases every fucking couple hours. It's just too bad. Fuck it. You know, so people be safe. You know, just that's it. Simple. Not simple, but you know, because people don't have fucking common sense. Uh, my foot is still in pain right now as recording this. I could feel my heartbeat from my fucking toe. Like it actually hurts a lot. But um. I'm going to hit a Dodgers game tomorrow night because uh, I still have not been. I want to see some of the players say what's up to them. I want to fucking see the fucking SF Giants lose at the Cesar Chavez Ravine. I wanted to hit a Lakers game, but my plug don't got any floor seats for me. And like people are like, oh, what the fuck cares? Like, I don't know. You know, man, it's, I don't know, bro. You know, some weird shit. I just want to whatever. By the way, I flew private to the Bay Area. It was kind of cool. Um, it Well, for a few reasons, you know, you're able to take a knife, a gun, whatever. I mean, I know people, should, I shouldn't fucking talk about shit like that. But, you know, it was cool because I was able to bring a pound of weed on the fucking plane. It was like, bring it right back. So I got my cat dick and Jonas uh, B strained. So all the homies that are listening to this, like fam, fam, hit me up. I got your weed because that shit is going fast. But again, uh, back to the Lakers, the NBA playoffs. Like, I'm just glad my Lakers tied it back up. I still think we're going to win this series. And uh, CP3... You know, I don't think he could hang with against AD and LeBron. I don't think CP3 
and fucking Devin Booker can hang with, with LeBron and AD. I just don't think so. And as far as Kawhi, you already know how she doesn't rabbit. Him and fucking choke, fucking playoff choker, playoff P. Fuck out of here, man. Paul George is fucking trash in the playoffs, man. They're 0-2 right now. I think fucking Dallas already wins that and just fucking laughing stock. Like, the Clippers need to get the fuck out of here. Can't share the arena with the staple. They just got to get the fuck out, period. Okay? Um, there's been some amazing action in the NBA playoffs, but the one that just is right now taking over all my fucking emotion is this Atlanta Hawks versus the New York Knickerbockers. This series is that shit. Okay? I'm watching that motherfucker like, damn. Okay, I wish that, you know, right now the Knicks should be 2-0, but it is what it is, and, you know, and Trey's talking to shit. There's some little drama here and there. I can't call who's going to win this series. You know, that's the Dust Brothers that do that shit. You already said DB picks. They're the ones that know everything. But I think that this is going to be, that Knicks-Atlanta Hawks shit going to be a seven-game battle for sure. It's going to be crazy. And the West is going to be crazy too. So I don't know, man. You know, between Utah and fucking Dallas and and, and the Lakers, I don't know, man. I don't want to count Memphis out, but, you know, I don't know, man. It, but it feels good to see that high energy back in Madison Square Garden. You know, it's just a famous arena. I haven't felt like that since back in the day, day, John Stark's days, okay? So I am not a New York hater at all. I always, like, you know, never really cared about the fucking Knicks like that. Um, never cared about hating them is what I'm saying is, is, you know, it's a trip. I don't like the Yankees. That's a whole different story, right? So I know that sounds weird and whatever. But anyways, that's my little bit on sports for this tip. You know, this is a business show, but, you know, I do talk about what the fuck I want to talk about. Um, On the crypto for a little bit, uh, all crypto has gone up a little bit, slight increments, you know what I'm saying? At least I'm back and uh, not taking like, you know, well, I've never been taking an L yet, period. But, you know, shit was down a little bit. So, you know, but it's up. It's cool. I, my, my wallet looking kind of healthy. And it's way better than it did that, you know, what it looked like last week when that crash happened. And, you know, I noticed people are engaging a little less. You know, if, if Doge was over 50 cents, I'm sure people would be a little hype. But I'm still holding. Period. You know, I'm not trying to hear this shit, right? Last night, actually, I'm sorry, yesterday, I sat down and had coffee with Billy Marcus. So I got to meet the founder of Dogecoin in the flesh. Got to meet him. Uh, pause, San Francisco, all that crazy shit, right? Sounds crazy. But he's exactly as I thought he would be. You know what I mean? Like, except that his he he cussed. He was like, man, fuck this. Hey, man, fuck that's some bitch shit. That, that, that. I was like, oh shit, okay. Super geeky dude. Nicest fucking guy. I love this guy. Super smart dude. Really fair. And I'm telling you, like, look, the Dogecoin community really is absolutely the best fucking crypto community that there is period, okay? And with that said, I'm getting at Dogecoin on Twitter verified. The official Dogecoin account, I'm getting them verified. So hopefully by the time episode 188 airs, they got a blue check. And you know, that shit means something to me, especially if I can help, okay? If there's anything I can do within my power to help out Doge community, I'm going to do it 100%, right? Uh, there's a semi-pro baseball team in Fairfield, California. It's crazy. Some of my teammates were from Fairfield, 707 area code, right? Just past Vallejo. Uh, this, this semi-pro team is called the California Dogecoins. I don't know, man. Fuck it, you know. Uh, they've been winning some games, so I don't know, man. Shit could get interesting. There's a lot of hype that's going on. Fucking wild what's going on with Doge and all just the attention around it. Whether the engagement is low with the Doge community on Twitter, I mean, the hype overall is crazy. 
going to pivot now into the hobby real quick. Uh, I think I'm going to drop my Godzilla autos next weekend. I, for some reason, man, I, I accident fucking didn't pick next day air. So it's kind of like it's, it's I could have had it maybe sooner or whatever. It doesn't even matter because I was in San Francisco all week. But I'm waiting now for Zoe Winters, the girl who did the illustration for the um, for the Godzilla card to sign because we're going to do a collaboration auto drop. Um, I'm going to still have my 18 for the very low price with the blue BBDTC autos. But I'm going to do 10 gold autos with Zoe. Zoe's starting to blow up. She could be really famous one day and be a huge fucking big artist. You never know. All right. So stay tuned. Uh, thank you to everyone who caught my Tatis card. That was the first time that fucking Dogecoin has made an appearance on an official MLB Tops baseball card. Okay. I don't know what the final print run was, but I think we broke 10,000 cards, which is the highest print run for the month or in an entire month. Uh, I'll be announcing the winner of the gold Dogecoin chain, the one of 50 chain. This Sunday, all right, what day is Sunday? So that's the 20th. So I don't fucking know what day it is. Maybe the 30th, is that what it is? Yeah, the 30th, May 30th, whatever this Sunday is, at 5 p.m. Pacific, LA, San Francisco time, Seattle time, where the fuck it is. This Sunday, 5 p.m., I'm going to announce the winner on my Instagram live. Make sure you tune in. Some of you motherfuckers don't know how to fucking submit your entries. That's on y'all. I've described it as much as I could. I can't deal with stupidity, okay? Don't forget, if you fucking submitted an entry, we got it for sure. My assistant, Sean, is on point. So Sunday, 5 p.m., we're going to announce the winner. All right? Before we go, I just want to say I really do have the best fucking fans in the world. Okay? I never really had fans before my podcast. I mean, I know I had followers and I had some people who admire my hustle, whatever, here and there. But my fans now are just literally the absolute best. The gifts so fucking amazing just the dude who brought the just don shorts and the fucking people bought bakari sweat and all kinds of stuff and yo people brought three people bought fucking chocolate cream pies from fucking nations and thick shakes i didn't even ask them to bring that shit i was just talking shit but they brought them anyway thank you guys so much shared the shit with us at house of prime rib it's fucking crazy the gifts were so amazing the starbucks gift cards the dave and buster's gift card how the fuck like crazy i don't even know how much fucking money is on there but look at thank you just so much for just even showing up, okay? Let alone for buying. And I don't want to tell you how much, you know, we did it. We had a very successful um, sales event in Ben Bar did the strain. But just everyone listening right now, thank you for tuning in. I do appreciate it beyond more than you could imagine. And I'm going to be doing more giveaways to show some love. Thank you to all the BTB Army members that showed up to Cookies Hayward and said the password, Chupapi Munyeno. Listen again, thank you so much. I, I can't tell you, I love you guys, man. Uh, I can't wait to meet all of you guys in different cities. Once we do this live BTB podcast tour, it's going to be fucking lit. All right. But yo, that's all the time we got. Jordan, my man, take us out of here with that genius right there. There you go. Yeah. What's up, Lakey? Yeah. Take us out of here with some Lakey Lake. Lakey Lake, you take us out of here, man. All right, bro. All right, y'all. Peace. <laughs>